In a world where social media and outrageous beauty standards reign supreme, Girls in Real Life encourages young women to love themselves by living fearless and filter-free. Society might have its own idea of what a girl should be, but we're here to remind you of what it truly means to be a girl in real life. Now, let's get into this week's episode. guys welcome to the girls in real life podcast for those of you who don't know who i am i am your host mariah clayton and for my girls who have been rocking with me since the beginning my og listeners what is up i love you guys i'm so excited that y'all are joining me for today's episode and i know for the past couple of weeks i have been having some amazing fire guests come on the show and i hope you guys have been listening and taking notes because they have been dropping gems okay so if you have not my voice just cracked (laughs) so if you have not listened to any of the past or recent episodes i highly suggest you do because there is something in there for everyone i promise but today is just little old me you guys get to hear my voice for the full 20 to 30 minutes that i will be here so today's topic is all about Something that I really wanted to touch on because I feel like not enough people talk about it. And so today's episode is all about post-grad depression. And I really, really wanted to hit this subject right now because I know that a lot of people have just recently graduated and I know that a lot of people are just now starting to go back to school. And I know for me personally, I have dealt with post-grad depression and I felt it the most when all of my friends and my cousins and my teammates were moving back onto campus and getting ready for another season and just all of those things that come with the college life. And I had realized like, oh my goodness, like my time is up. I'm not doing this anymore. Like this is not my life. And that was when I felt it the most. So I really wanted to just bring awareness to this topic right now with school being, you know, so prevalent, everybody going back to school. Well, as much as they can go back to school with COVID. But I really just wanted to make sure that I hit on this topic because I know that it's something that a lot of people struggle with and they might not even know that that's what it is that they're dealing with. So we are going to talk about what is post-grad depression, signs of it, um, my personal experience with it, and how we can overcome it and do this adulting thing. And, you know, it's really hard when you graduate and you're trying to find your place in the world and figure out what it is that you're supposed to do. And society has this idea that, you know, after graduation, we should have a job lined up or we should have an internship or we should have something major for our lives after we graduate. And most of the time, no, that's not the case. It definitely was not the case for me. But we're just going to jump right into what exactly is post-grad depression. I have been researching, looked up a lot of different articles, and gotten some really useful information that I want to share with you guys. So post-grad depression is commonly used to describe the extreme sadness and impaired functioning that recent grads report after they leave behind the world they created in college. So basically, it's just that sadness that you feel 
after you graduate college or, you know, you're in that limbo state of trying to figure out who you are and what to do now that, you know, this identity of a student has been stripped away from you after you've been a student for literally your entire life. And now for the first time, you, you're you not that anymore. And so it's like this entire part of your identity is stripped and is gone and you just don't know what to do. Now, post-grad depression is not an official diagnosis. So this is not something that you can go to your therapist for and they'll diagnose you as having post-grad depression. It's not something that you can find in the DSM-5. Therapists say that post-grad depression is understudied and probably underreported because young adulthood is not a population that is studied very well because from a research perspective, it's really hard to categorize young adults. So while this is not something that, like I said, is in the DSM-5, is not something that has been really researched very thoroughly. It is something that a lot of people will come out and say that they, you know, feel a wave of sadness or depression post-graduation. But like I said, I've been doing some research for you guys and I was able to find an article that listed symptoms of post-grad depression. So I'm going to share those and then we are going to get into my personal experience with post-grad depression and how I overcame it. Symptoms of post-grad depression include an abnormal negative perspective, decreased motivation to get out of bed, that is the truth, (laughs) a general sense of hopelessness, and occasionally substance abuse. I didn't have problems with the substance abuse part. I I don't drink. I hate alcohol. (laughs) Um, So I didn't really have any experience with that. But the other symptoms, I definitely, looking back, those were things that I felt. People with post-grad depression often have trouble motivating themselves to get a job. They are often lonely due to a lack of connection with friends. And for the substance abuse aspect of it, you know, young adults when we were in college, it's a much more accepting environment to abuse substances, to, you know, drink alcohol, to smoke marijuana, to do all of these different things where, you know, it was a much more accepting environment. And, you know, you get out of that environment and into the real world and you're still doing those things and it starts to become a coping mechanism rather than like a way to just party and have fun with your friends but I really just want to get into my personal experience with post-grad depression and show you guys what it kind of looked like for me and you know it might be similar to something that you're going through and you just couldn't couldn't pinpoint what it is Um, because I know for me like when I was in it I didn't really know or understand why I was feeling that way. And it wasn't until like months after I had gotten out of that rut that I realized, oh my goodness, like, yes, I was dealing with post-grad depression. So as you all know, I graduated from the Southern University in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Um, I love my school. I love my college. I played volleyball there. And, you know, for a long time, student athlete was a part of my identity. Like it was just who I was. I've been playing sports since I was like eight years old. So it had always just been a part of me and who I was. And, you know, we start school at at such a young age, like before we can even walk and talk, basically. So, you know, you're a student for all these years of your life. 
And I ended up graduating college in the fall of 2017. So not only did I graduate, but I graduated a semester early. So I didn't even graduate with any of my friends, none of the people I came into Southern with, because my dad was always a stickler about me taking 18 plus hours. And then just with the dual enrollment classes that I had taken in high school, I had enough hours and credits to graduate a semester early. And for me personally, I was always that kid who was rushing to get out of middle school. Like, oh, I can't wait to get into high school. And then when I got to high school, I was rushing to get to college. Like, oh my gosh, I can't wait till I get to college and like get away from this place. And then when I got to college, I was the one who was like, oh my goodness, I'm so ready to get out of college. I just want to be an adult. I want to live my life. And I always try to rush my life's process. Like whatever stage of life I was in, I was always trying to rush the process of my life for some reason. And I don't know why. And I wish, I wish, I wish, I wish that I would have not done that and really taken the time to be in the moment of where I was in life and really just embrace the phases that I was in. Because Now I wish I could go back. Like I always say, I wish I could go back to college. I don't say I wish I could go back to high school. No, but I do wish I could go back to college and, you know, experience those years and those feelings all over again, because it it truly is the best time of your life, believe it or not. And so it all kind of worked out perfectly, quote unquote, in what I wanted, because I had just finished up my last volleyball season. So my senior season, I finished it up in the fall of 2017. And then like directly after season had ended, I got to graduate and, you know, move on with my life, so to speak. The only reason I really, truly wanted to go to college was to play volleyball. I was always that kid in school who didn't know what they wanted to be when they grew up, didn't know what they wanted to major in. And I always had dreams of life being an actress and a model and moving to LA. And And my mom shut that down like real, real quick. And she was like, no, you're going to get a degree. And I was just like, "Um, okay. So I I went to school and thankfully, you know, I, I had the blessing of being able to play the sport that I loved in college and not leaving college with any debt and having a full ride scholarship. And essentially I had a really good college career. So I graduate and it's, you know, this big, huge accomplishment. I'm at like the height of my life at this point. I'm so proud of my myself, my family is so proud, my boyfriend and my friends and everybody is coming together to celebrate this really huge and amazing, amazing, this really huge and amazing thing that I had accomplished. And I remember being on such a high at that point, like, yes, you know, I got my degree. Um, I can focus on getting a good job and, you know, just trying to do the things that I really want to do now that I'm a quote unquote adult. I would say like the first month was like really good. Everything was pretty normal at that point because all of my friends were, you know, getting ready to leave for Christmas break and everybody was out of school at that point. And so I didn't really have any ill feelings about it. I was actually really excited, like, oh, I can sleep in, like, I can just take a break, relax and rejuvenate before I get into, you know, this next thing of my life. And and it was great. You know, I got to spend time with my family. We had Christmas and we had New Year's. I wasn't really feeling any depression. I wasn't really feeling any sadness. Um, because of all the holiday and the family, you know, just being around people that I loved, I didn't really have time to think about, oh, what's next. So after, you know, New Year's happened and we're well into January, 
All of my friends are getting ready to go back to school. They're moving back on campus. Um, All of my teammates are getting ready for the spring season. And even still at this point, I was okay. I was just like, oh, you know, like they're going back to school. Ha ha. Like I don't have to go back to school. I get to stay at home and do whatever I want to do. But I found myself sleeping later. I found myself not wanting to get out of bed. I found myself not being motivated to really do anything. Most days I would just sit in my bed on my laptop watching Netflix, eating snacks, um, talking on the phone, you know, just doing like regular things, I guess, and not really moving towards anything in my future, which I didn't even know what my future had held for me because... I didn't know what my next steps were. I didn't know what I was going to do. I didn't know what kind of job I wanted. And it was just this weird limbo state of like, oh, you've done this really great, amazing thing and now you get to relax, but what's next? And I remember, you know, like trying to apply for jobs. I had my undergraduate degree in psychology. And so I would get on LinkedIn or these other websites that you could use to like find jobs. And I would apply to, you know, be like a behavioral therapist or, you know, just try and find some type of job in in my field that I had graduated in. But little did I know that you need to have a master's degree to do anything in psychology. And I had zero luck on finding a job. It was so hard and it was like I had all of these added pressures from people around me like my mom and my grandmother and my boyfriend and just everybody trying to tell me like oh you need to be doing something you need to be doing something and in my mind I'm like I'm trying like I don't know what more I can do to try to do something I'm applying to jobs nothing is happening I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing I feel like I don't have any purpose and you guys are just constantly nagging me and I am just lost like I I just don't know I was literally driving myself crazy because I had no schedule for the day and like I said I was a student athlete so I was always used to waking up at like four in the morning going to practice and then going to weights and then going to eat breakfast with my team and then going to class and then going to study hall and you know like you have this whole schedule of a day and people telling you what you should do, where you should be and when you should be doing it. And all of a sudden, like here I was all alone by myself and I had nobody but myself to try and motivate me to actually do something. And so when it got to the point where I was just so tired of being in my bed, I was so sick of like getting turned down from jobs and so sick of like just sitting in my bed depressed, not knowing what the heck I was about to do with my life. I said, Mariah, you have got to get yourself into a routine. For me, like being a student athlete, I just always clung to physical fitness. And I felt like that was where I needed to start in order to get myself back into a routine in order to in order to get my life back on track. And so I started going to the gym every single day. I would wake up at the same time. I'd wake up around nine-ish, get to the gym for about 10, lift and work out for maybe an hour and then come back home. And that really helped me to like get my blood pumping in the morning and you know get my mind moving and my body up and running. And I just felt a lot more motivated in the day if I had gotten a workout in. So after I had worked out for you know a couple of weeks, 
I was like, okay, Mariah, you have got to get a job. Like you cannot just sit around at home all day doing nothing, just being in your bed. Like you have got to get a job. And so that was when I ended up applying for retail jobs and I ended up getting a job at Ulta Beauty. So I started working at Ulta Beauty at the end of February and this was the first time that I had ever had a real job. I've been a volleyball coach since I was 18 years old, but to me, that's not like a real job. And for me, like Ulta Beauty, I had to punch in, punch out. I had a manager, I had coworkers, and it was just like this really weird dynamic that I had never experienced before. So that was definitely something new. But again, it helped me get out of that rut I was in. I felt like I actually had something to do. I had something to look forward to. And I wasn't just at home dwelling in my my sadness of not being in school, not playing volleyball, not having a real job. I was able to focus on other things other than my current situation. So at that point, you know, between February and and March, I was doing pretty good. Now, around the same time, my two best friends who were also my teammates were, you know, again, they were still playing volleyball, they were in school, but not only that, they were pledging a sorority. Now, pledging was always something that I really wanted to do, but I just never had the opportunity to do it while I was in college. And here they were, you know, pledging, and not only were they pledging, but they were pledging together. And we're like the three musketeers. Like, whenever you see one of us, you see all of us. Like, we were just always that group of friends who stood together, who always did everything together. But, you know, they got to go through that experience together and they were spending a lot of time together and they you know of course were still busy with practice I wasn't able to hang out with them as much as I used to we weren't sleeping in the same apartment like we used to we weren't waking up at four o'clock in the morning together like we used to and a part of me just kind of felt left out at that point. And don't get me wrong, like I was so happy for them. I was rooting them on the entire way and I was truly, truly proud of them. You can ask anybody, I was their biggest fans, but I couldn't help but feel left out. I couldn't help but feel like they had this special bond without me and here I was like not in school just working my beauty job at Ulta and like you know they were my only two friends really that I had and so for us to not really be able to hang out as much and for them to have gained all of these new sisters and you know doing all these different things together I that brought me back into a place of sadness. Like they are going to be doing these things without me. They are going to be experiencing things without me. And I really have to figure out and walk this life thing right now by myself. It was just like, you, you've got to move on with your life now. What is the next step? And so for me, that was applying to graduate school. Now, don't get me wrong. I did not repeat. I did not want to go to graduate school at all. I knew that I needed an additional degree and if I wanted to get like an actual real job. So I was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to apply to graduate school and we're just going to see how this goes. I kind of waited a little late in the game to apply to graduate school. It was like already May, like late May, early June at this point. And pretty much all of the application deadlines had passed. And I had two options of graduate schools to go to. Nichols State University, which is in the middle of nowhere in Louisiana, and Southeastern Louisiana University. And I was just like, okay, I'm just going to go with Southeastern. It's way closer. It's about an hour and a half from my house. And 
we're just going to see how this goes. And so I ended up applying. I took the GRE and I got in. And I remember just feeling so proud of myself because I felt like I had actually taken a step towards something in my future. You know, like getting a job and working out, like, yeah, that was all hungo, but it wasn't really catapulting me into where I wanted to be at in my future. And I felt like getting accepted into graduate school and starting my program was a step in the right direction for me at that time in my life. And it was something that I really, really, really needed in order to get back on my feet. So I was able to start my graduate school program in the fall of 2018, an entire year after I had been out of college um, I started my graduate degree program. And like I said, for me, I think that's what I needed in order to just feel normal again. Like being a student, like I said, has just been a part of our identity for so long. And so when you're not in that environment anymore, it's just kind of like you're thrown to the wolves. Nobody really prepares you for what's after that. Nobody says like, this is what you're going to deal with. And this is how this is going to go. And, you know, there's no like roadmap for, for life. And you really just have to figure it out as you go and cope with things as you go. And I'm just really grateful that I was able to pull myself out of that rut. I was able to really get myself back into a routine. And that is a lot easier said than done. You know, it took me months. Like I graduated in December and it took me all the way up until February to really start my life again, to get back into working out, to actually get a job, and then to actually, you know, start studying for the GRE and apply to graduate school. Like it was a process and it was not easy. And there were times where I would get depressed and really sad. And there were times where I would be really happy and hopeful for the future. But like I said, nobody tells you these things. Like nobody says like, this is what I experienced when I graduated college. And it's really easy, especially with social media, to just constantly compare yourself. Because when people graduate college, you know, like, like they're doing all these posts on Twitter and Instagram and all these great things like, oh, we I bought a house or I got this internship or I got this job offer or I'm moving to this new city to start this new endeavor. And it's really easy to like get into your mind and like, what is wrong with me? Like we graduated at the same time, but yet I am still living with my parents or I still don't know what I want to do with my life or with my future. And I still don't know where my life is headed. And that is okay. I am here to tell you that that is okay. And that is the majority of the population. And kudos to these people who get these internships and who get these jobs and who get these amazing opportunities. Like you are killing it and we are all so proud of you. But I also see you guys who are struggling with trying to find your way in life. You're trying to find your identity. You're trying to find your purpose because that was me. And you don't really hear people sharing their stories of their downfalls and them being depressed and not being able to get out of bed or them not being able to get a job. You don't hear those stories. And so I really wanted to just share my story and be transparent with you guys and let you know that you are not alone. You are not alone. And there are so many people dealing with this and you might not even know it. They put on a big smile and they try and make it seem like their life is together, but they're really not. They're really falling apart and they really don't know what they're doing and they're just afraid to tell you or to tell anyone because they don't want to feel like a failure. They don't want to feel like they're, they're not doing whatever it is that they think they should be doing. And that is so harmful to your mental health and that is why people get into these depressive states is because they feel like... With social media, they see all of these great and amazing things and the, their friends are still doing this and their 
cousins are doing this or, you know, whatever the case may be. And it's like, dang, what what am I doing? Like, who am I? What what even am I doing at this stage in my life? And I just want to let you know that you are not alone and there is a light at the end of the tunnel. And I'm just being completely transparent with you guys. I still have no idea what I'm doing with my life. I still have no idea what road my life is headed down. Yeah, I miss Louisiana, USA, but like, what does that mean for my future? What what opportunities is going to lie ahead for me to be able to use that to my advantage? Like, I have no idea. And to be completely transparent, again, I'm not even in graduate school right now. You know, I took the spring semester off after I won because trying to finish out the fall semester with my title was just, oh my goodness, that was a whole nother level of stress that I don't even want to get into. So I was just like, you know what, I'm just going to take the semester off. Miss USA will be in the summer. And, you know, if I don't win, then I'll just, you know, get back into my program for the for the fall. And then COVID-19 happened. And now Miss USA is pushed back to the fall. And it's like, well, now I'm sitting out two semesters of graduate school. And what if I don't win? Now I'm going to be behind all of the people who were in my class that I came in with. And I'm going to graduate so much later than them. And just all these different thoughts that run into my head with my life and with my future. Like, you are not alone. I promise you, we all have those thoughts of what is my future holding? What am I supposed to be doing? Where where am I even going? Like, you know, I'm 24 years old. I'm still living at home. I'm not in school currently. I don't have a plan of what I want to do with my life. And that is okay. I'm telling myself that that is okay. And I'm telling you that that is okay. We don't have to have everything figured out right now. And no matter what society says we should be doing by 24, 25, 26, you don't have to have these big extravagant plans of what you're doing for your future. Just continue bettering yourself every single day and doing something to push you towards a better future and you're fine. And even though it is scary, you have to know and understand that everything is always going to work out. You made it this far, haven't you? You made it to this point in your life, didn't you? So you have to know and trust that everything is going to work together for your good and that whatever it is that you're doing right now is going to benefit you so much in the future, whether you see it right now or not. So that is like my my spiel. That is my personal story with post-grad depression. I'm super excited to see where my life is headed, even though, like I said, I don't really know what's going to happen within the next three, four, five months. I'm really excited to see where my podcast is going to go. What's going to happen at Miss USA? Am I going to, you know, finish out my graduate school program? Like, I don't know, but I know that there are so many things to be hopeful about and so many things to look forward to. And I know that because I've made it this far, I don't have anything to worry about because life is going to work itself out and I refuse to let myself fail. If I got to go back and work at Ulta Beauty after Miss USA, like by all means, I will do that. I just want to leave you guys with some tips on how to prevent post-grad depression and then I promise you I will be out of your hair. I know this episode is a little long. So for one, you know, plan housing accommodations. I know a lot of people who, you know, stay on campus and they don't really want to go back and live with their parents. Um, I did, but I know that there are some people who don't and you know plan for those housing accommodations find a roommate find somebody who has your same interests and find an apartment together or you know rent out a place and even if you do have to go back and live at home you know 
make sure you talk to your parents and say, okay, like I've been living at college for this amount of time and I don't need y'all all up in my grill, you know, like set boundaries for yourself because you are a growing and learning adult and, you know, they should respect those things for you. Develop a plan to create a support system or a network system to use as a resource. So whether that's, you know, having friends and family support you when you get out of college, whether that's you researching jobs in your field and finding a mentor and finding somebody who can help you get to where you want to be in life, really network and figure out a way that you can help set yourself up for success after college. As much as you can, try to plan ahead to manage the stressors that may come along after graduation. So, you know, whether that's a meditation routine for you, if you're into yoga, um, daily exercise, like for me, I had to really do that in order to manage the stress that I had. Um, if it's going to therapy, just really find a way that you will be able to manage the stresses that you will encounter after graduation, because I promise you, they are there. <laughs> so make sure, you know, you just have a coping mechanism that is not substance abuse um, and a really healthy way for you to to work those stresses out. Explore career opportunities or additional schooling. Like I said, you know, I didn't want to go to graduate school, but that was something that I needed to do in order to get myself out of that rut. So if you are getting ready to graduate or if you have already just graduated, really look into additional schooling because like I said, we have been students our entire lives. So it's really only natural for us to go back to what we know. And if you need that extra time in school to to figure out what it is that you want or get back on your feet, do that. And with the exploring career opportunities part, you know, try and volunteer places, find local organizations or businesses that fit what you want to do and just go and tell them, hey, um, do you mind if I volunteer X number of hours a week to see what this job is like? I'm, they're not going to tell you no, like, especially if they need extra help around there. Like, you never know until you ask and closed mouths don't get fed. So really just explore those different opportunities and do your research and truly, like, start figuring out what is it that I want to do. Lastly, and one that I think is what really, really, really helped me get out of my depression was have a daily schedule. Like I said, I had people telling me what to do, where to be, what to eat, what to wear, what, like everything. And once I left that environment, you know, I didn't have that anymore. And putting myself back on a daily strict schedule really allowed me to find myself again. So, you know, have that daily schedule. Don't let allow yourself to, to sleep in bed until 12, 1 o'clock p.m. You know, get up at 8, 9 in the morning, go for a run, make you some breakfast, listen to a podcast, go and do something beneficial that will help you towards your future. But, you know, just make sure that you have a daily schedule that is going to benefit fit you and impact you in a positive way because that is going to immensely help with your mental health and immensely help with you, you know, navigating this thing called life. So that is all I have for this episode. I really hope um, me sharing my story and being transparent was able to help you guys. If you are getting ready to graduate, you know, take heed to those things that I said at the end and really just try and set yourself up for success as much as you can. Like I said, life is a 
very unpredictable and funny thing. And nobody truly knows like what is going to be ahead of them once they graduate college and what's out there for them in life. But really just try your best to manage it as much as you can. And if you have just recently graduated or you've been graduated for years now and you're still dealing with post-grad depression, know that you are not alone. Know that there are resources out there to help you and guide you and aid you. And know that everything is going to work out and you are going to land on your feet just as you have always done up until this point in your life. I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. And I will talk to y'all on my next episode. Bye. Thank you guys so much for tuning into this week's episode. I hope that it was able to enhance your life in some way. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast before you leave. And also follow us on Instagram at underscore girls IRL. Go out and live a fearless and filter-free life. And always remember to keep it real.